Hello, welcome to the Canadian Journal of Emergency Nursing uh, podcast and video interview series. I have the esteemed, sincere pleasure of meeting today with Samantha Horvath, who submitted a really awesome and uh, excellent scoping review uh, to our journal for the uh, summer of 2022 edition. Thank you for joining me today, Samantha. Hi, Matthew. Thank you for having me. I am so pleased uh, to be able to publish your article. It's such great work uh, by a Canadian nurse, emergency department specific. And before we get into uh, your paper, I'd like to ask you a few questions about yourself, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Can you tell, can you tell us, our listeners, um, where, where did you train and where have you been working? Uh, so I'm a practicing RN and I'm a nursing PhD student at uh, McMaster University, uh, graduate school of nursing in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, so McMaster is considered one of uh, the most research intensive faculties of nursing in Canada. And uh, my emergency nursing um, career was at Joseph Brandt Hospital in Burlington, Ontario. Uh, so right now I'm, I'm working at McMaster in pediatrics. I, I have left emergency since the pandemic, but um, that was where the bulk of my clinical experience uh, has been. So good. Very good. Can you tell us oh, why did you want to pursue graduate studies? Why, uh, why be a PhD prepared nurse? So I, I guess I kind of knew just from the beginning since starting nursing school that I wanted to uh, continually help advancing the prof- to advance the profession of nursing. I mean, I always was so interested in um, in the research studies, and then as soon as I as soon as I hit emergency nursing, I just saw so many opportunities um, that that just had had a moment to, you know, move forward. So I, I pursued my master's and I, I was actually interested in doing my nurse practitioner. Um, however, my path did not lead me that way. And, and I was kind of drawn into doctoral studies and, and here I am, and I'm just going to go with it. So. Oh, that's great. That's good. Yeah. We're, uh, we're lucky. Our, our profession needs uh, full-time clinicians and we need uh, nurse scientists as well. So we're lucky to that's have right. you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Your, your excellent paper uh, really focuses on uh, nurses' intention to leave their workplace and retention strategies, especially as they relate to leadership. How did you find your way into this topic specifically? So emergency nurses are extremely vulnerable to, to exposure of different uh, traumatizing events with patients and, and higher rates of violence and involvement in life and death decisions um, as I'd come across in my work and my colleagues. Uh, and it's a constantly changing uh, work environment. So just with the pandemic and everything and, and nursing shortages and, and patient volumes and stresses and things um, that, the remaining emergency nurses have unfortunately been forced to adapt to. I mean, I noticed a significant area um, opportunity for leaders in healthcare, and they they have multiple responsibilities and multiple issues. Uh, but maintaining a stable nursing workforce is is one paramount aspect of their job. And I noticed that you know some leaders rise to the the occasion, and and some are not. So. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, we can all agree that the pandemic was a, you know, a challenge for nurses at the front line, but also a challenge for nurse leaders and leaders in the healthcare system. 
That's right. I wanted to uh, I wanted to see if there was any leadership strategies or or interventions specific to the emergency department setting um, that impacted nurse retention. And then so if there is like, are we able to mobilize that that knowledge so our leaders uh, can get their hands on it? Right. Okay. So before I I grill you on the on the results of your excellent review, can you tell us a bit about the process of setting up your search strategy, deciding where to search and how to search and how you screened articles? So I am just starting my PhD studies. So there's a lot to learn in terms of, of research and how it's conceptualized and how it's carried out. Um, and so what I did as I met with uh, our, our McMaster University librarian specific to our our, um, our nursing grad studies, and she helped me organize uh, a search strategy in terms of databases and as well as search terms. So that would uh, include a, cr- a comprehensive search of literature. So we decided to um, start from the, the year 2010, and we searched like CINAHL, MCARE, Embase, Medline. Uh, we searched the gray literature. And we kind of culminated all of those uh, results and we combed through them and um, we came up with a few papers that that detailed what we needed to, to look at. Very good. The I do want to ask a bit about the searching gray literature. So for listeners who uh, don't know or want a little bit of a refresher, you know, when people say they're doing a literature uh, search using uh, databases for peer-reviewed scientific literature, those are the ones that Samantha mentioned, um, databases like CINAHL. But when we want to look at gray literature, those that haven't gone through uh, the traditional sort of um, publishing process, uh, aren't peer-reviewed, aren't put in a scientific periodical, they could be things like guidelines, um, clinical governance documents, uh, they could be uh, economic evaluations or even program evaluations that didn't go through that final step of peer review and submission to a journal and then inclusion and indexing in a traditional uh, database. So, Samantha, how did you... Uh, gray literature can be tricky. Did you find anything in your gray literature search? And, Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> All right. Very good. And especially if you're inclusion criteria, if you're only including... Um, evaluations or papers that had been peer-reviewed but yeah gray literature is tricky anyone who goes about doing a search like samantha's done um yeah when you find yourself uh searching the gray literature it can be it can be tough okay it is is. Uh, from methodology to to your findings now um you know i know that your objective was to know if there are any leadership strategies that were used by emergency department managers that could affect things like nurse retention intention to stay intention to leave turnover so uh, can you tell us what did you find yeah so we looked at about about um 349 articles we found 349 articles and we combed through them and only about nine of them met our criteria like uh like we chatted about and most of the literature that we found they reported on nurse perceptions of leadership strategies which included things like social support uh engagement and organizational culture so among those variables, you know, social support from the supervisor did aid in some changes in nurse work engagement, but not really to any significance at all. 
Um, some other interesting findings was a paper from Texas and a Texas emergency department reported a cultural change toolkit evaluation, which included interventions such as meaningful recognition strategies from the leaders, uh, daily rounding with established incorporation of staff feedback and gratitude boards for their staff. So. There was also one Canadian study uh, that was of particular interest uh, from Western Canada, actually, using focus groups with their emergency nurses to collect information about uh, different factors promoting continuation of employment and influencing retention in their department. So these nurses, they discuss leadership traits uh, that they valued, uh, such as the leaders being accessible actively engaged in their unit, having clear communication skills and setting clear expectations. And these nurses actually stated that many of the reasons they stayed in their position was directly related to the traits of the leaders in their unit. And the leaders could um, could have culminated between managers, educators, uh, and their charge nurses at all. But but overall, I mean, with the review, we we found that there was no one consistent strategy or activity that influenced um, retention of emergency nurses. So, very interesting. No, that's great work. I have two follow-up questions. One is to ask you to use your uh, your researcher hat, your researcher role. And the next one is as, as a leader and a, a, as a clinician. What uh, What's missing from the nursing science? How uh, What kind of studies would you propose be done? Or what do you think nurses should, uh, should contribute academically to try to better understand the issues of retention and leadership? Um, that's a good question. So, I mean... Some of the limitations that we found, some of the things that we found um, missing was that the interventions were very poorly described. Um, I mean, when they talked about support by the supervisor, they provided very little information about the inf- uh, interventions um, and and it didn't really allow for a, a replication of the study um, or any of the findings. So, I mean, the item I feel appreciated by my supervisor uh, would be part of a characteristical tool that they used, but um I think for the most part, what what they could really use would be expansion of that variable, uh, exploring um, what the construct of of how the super the supervisor applies that type of that type of engagement or support. And and that's really important for future research and and actual uptake in the practice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Um, I'm curious. I want to know. Let's say I'm an emergency department manager and I'm worried about um, my department's retention. I either want to increase it or I want to stop uh, nurses from leaving our department. What sort of tangible things would you recommend to me? Yeah, so I mean, modest strategies, right? Like such as nurse recognition, feedback, and, and the social support that we discussed, they do not prove as difficult or expensive um, um, ways, but they do they do require you as a leader, as a manager, like the presence on your unit and engagement with your staff every day. So, um, so just being an envisionary and, and helping to explore like an accessible, engaged emergency department nurse leader, it's it's an important step to uh, actively promoting a healthy work environment for your nurses to want to be in. Yeah, well, very good. All right, now, would you have any advice that you'd offer to nurses following in your footsteps and wanting to undertake a 
uh, scoping review of the published literature to try to examine, you know, sort of uh, a phenomenon like retention and, and leadership. What did you learn over the course of your review that you'd pass on to nurses coming behind you? You know what? I learned that uh, it's it's a lot of work <laughs> to to undertake uh, any type of review, um, and it's it's good to have a supportive team behind you. I mean, uh, the journal supported me, my supervisor supported me, um, and honestly, like my my colleagues that I work that I work with, they supported me as well. They're all super interested to read the findings and. And they want to know how they can they can um, get in touch with the article. So, oh, that's the best. The only thing, yeah, I mean, I would say go for it and and find find a group that can support you because um, I mean, of course, undertaking any type of research can be a bit isolating. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it can. Well, your uh, your colleagues and really anyone can find your article at the Canadian Journal of Emergency Nursing, cgen.ca. It's made free and open access in French and English um, because of the memberships that Canadian emergency nurses pay to the National Emergency Nurses Association. You can find the article on uh, major uh, databases like CINAHL. You can find it on Google Scholar, uh, free and open access available to anyone. And um, yeah, we really credit uh, emergency nurses who pay their NINA memberships with, with uh, keeping this whole thing going and making your work accessible. So once again, I thank you, Samantha, for uh, submitting to the Canadian Journal of Emergency Nursing. It is our pleasure to uh, publish your fine work. Thank you for speaking with me today. Thanks so much, Matt. That was great.